Do you want to talk about how you're feeling right now? Oh, so many questions. What does this mean? What do I do? <laughs> Go on! Tell them what you think! I liked it. I think your calculations may have been off. I think it's all right. I just have a lot of feelings. This pleases me. These are perfectly normal feelings. Do you even know what you sound like when you talk like that? Now, shall we begin? Please come on in, Mr. Hallam, please. All right, uh, so has the uh, prominent activity been happening in here? Yes, all throughout here and in the recording studio as well. Nathan, don't give him any attention, for Christ's sake. Jack, stop it. I'm worried. All right, all right. Now, uh, now the period piece genre, was a movie pick that rivaled above all others? <laughs> no. Uh, well, no. No, it didn't. Was there an aroma of Bahama Mamas anywhere in the house? No, not that I recall. Were there any outrageous comedies from the 80s involving fake dress-up cows? Yes, we did see that one. <laughs> Spontaneous recurrence psychokinesis. Oh boy, this could be the worst case of feels I've ever seen. Oh yeah, oh yeah, this is bad. There's genre residue everywhere. <laughs> okay, folks, I could do a movie review, but it's not going to be cheap. Although I do offer a full season of episodes guaranteed. How much? $239.95. Or the cost of one Patreon special. Your choice. Of course... There is a surcharge of 30% for making downloads after midnight, so it might cost you around $500. <sighs> Although, we could just watch one more Tremors movie and call the whole thing even. Come on, Jack! <laughs> You're really going to swallow this candy corn con? Oh, fine. Get it over with. Okay, folks, stand back. I'm going to need to spray the infected area. Oh, what's in the water pistol? Good old Nathan shower water. Yeah, this stuff will frighten away anything spiritual. But it's also proven to help keep those low-hanging fruits nice and healthy and in reach. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have a job to do. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Real Phil's Podcast. I'm Drew. And I'm Nathan. I'm Jack. All right, guys. If this is your first time listening to us, we come to you every two weeks with a brand new genre and a movie to match. But more importantly, today, 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 we are doing episode 104. It is our paranormal comedy genre, and I chose 1996's The Frighteners. Fortnightly. Just a real quick tidbit about this. No, no, no. Roll the beam footage first. Let, no. Sorry. I canceled what I was about to say. Roll the beam footage. Bean footage. There has been a destructive force unleashed on this town such as I have never seen. Oh my god, I don't believe this is not happening! We have got a poltergeist! Okay, well, folks, I can do a clearance, but uh, it's not going to be cheap. Although I do offer a six-month guarantee. That fellow takes us totally for granted. Hey, Stuart, in or out, huh? Frank Bannister had a remarkable ability. Psychic investigator? To communicate with the dead. 
You, you could see spirits? Emanations are normally confined to cemeteries. You cannot push spirits around! Although they do escape. <laughs> and an uncanny knack. We're gonna scare the living daylights out of your parents. <gasps> For making a profit off the living. We're supposed to be his business partners. Everyone says that you're a fraud, but I've seen what you can do. Give it up, Frank. Death ain't no way to make a living. But now... <laughs> Some things put the fear of death in the living. What is happening to me? And send the dead yes! running for their lives. I've seen a figure in a cape. That was the soul collector. When your number's up, that's it. Frank, we got problems. All these murders that have been going on in Fairwater, they're going to pin them on you. Some pictures and Robert Zemeckis. You're next, pal. And acclaimed director Peter Jackson. We don't stop till the screaming starts. You dead? The Frighteners. A tidbit, you say? A tidbit. If I, okay, it's more less than a tidbit and more of a personal observation. Observations. The cover for the Frighteners. Oh, which cover though? The the <laughs> white sheet with like the face kind of like uh like paint like deepening in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The original. Okay. Had that been the movie that I thought that I was gonna watch, <laughs> fuck yeah. That would have been creepy, like, right? It would have been that is almost like too badass. To be used on this film. Actually, it is too badass to be used in this film. This film like needed Michael J. Fox with like a magnifying glass and a squirt gun with his face really close to the the front and like almost like dude, where's my car? That is this like logo. It should have been no the the cover should have just been a half eaten bag of candy corn. A, uh, a a a a nasty bottle of lotion where it's all like goopy up on the spout, and then the bo- the box of tissues with the one tissue has the little face in it, and you're like, I'm not scared, I'm just disappointed. How has Jack been in my bedroom? <laughs> okay, you know what? Okay, defend so- defend, defend yourself, defend your- <laughs> the last duel. Defend your honor. All right, you know what? I for paranormal comedy. And I will say this full out and forthright. Beetlejuice is the better pick. Then why did you pick it? Because it's about the feels. Hey, I get oh, that. I get all right, that. All so, right, okay, here's the thing. Right. Beetlejuice is a better movie. I respect Beetlejuice more. But by gum, I had fun with this movie as a kid. And I've noticed really... folks at home that Drew said by gum. Uh, by golly. Please proceed, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> golly, you willikers, mister. <laughs> Okay. I really liked this movie as a kid, and I thought it was a lot of fun. It was fun to watch Michael J. Fox and something else. And it was just, I don't know. I, I the, the innovation of technology for this film, especially creating the ghosts, was really, really neat. You have another movie, finally. Uh, uh, this is our third Peter Jackson film. Mm-hmm. This is our second Jake Busey film. And this is That's also, a weird callback, but yes. Well, no, it's, no, that's a, true. it's our second Jake Busey film, and this is also our <laughs> second film involving uh, the mother. So the the one who plays the mom was also in Starship Troopers with Jake Busey. She was the uh, expert who sit here, and she's all like, "What if the bugs are intelligent?" 
Oh, and, and, oh my and God. the other guy's yeah. all like, I will not listen to the idea of an intelligent bug. <laughs> She mm. was the other expert. Sir, I don't get it. Well, what do you need? What are the ghosts? <laughs> How do you kill a ghost in a nuke fight? All I got to do is press a button. <laughs> our second uh, Jeffrey Combs film. And now our first Michael J. Fox. <laughs> the pencil crack. <laughs> but it's just, it's just a fun movie. I really, really enjoy this movie. Any Star Trek uh, crossovers? Any? Um, no, Jeffrey Combs, but. I mean, yeah. And Jeff- I, yeah. I'm sure the. Cop has been in the sheriff. Has you know been what? One hundred percent. He's such a side, a prominent side character actor that I guarantee he's been in Star Trek something. Yeah, Was I Lee Majors him. never in? Not Lee. Is it Lee? No. Um. I mean, D. Wallace, uh, the, the daughter. No, the the army guy. Uh, how's Lee Majors? Oh, Arlie Army. Oh, he, uh, he was never in Star. I don't Trek, think so. I really would. That would have been neat, yeah. but I don't think so. He no. was like a Klingon. No, I, would, I wouldn't see him as a Klingon. He might have been like a really like like a die-hard fanatic Bajoran, maybe. I could see that. Yeah, I could see that. Don't worry about them; they're not gonna hurt you. What in the hell is going on out here? Get back in your grave! Ah, oh, son of a holy Jesus, Frank Bannister! Go ahead, I'll handle this. What the hell are you doing in my graveyard? You have been told to stay away! Sound off like you've got up here! Yeah, well, it's a public place, Hiles. I do not like you! You cannot bring your spooks in here without my permission! Disappear, scumbag! But, yeah, first movie with D. Wallace. Horror icon D. Wallace. Love, love D. Wallace from E.T. You also have her in Stephen King's um, Cujo. She was in... What else was D. Wallace in? Now I can't think off the top of my head because reasons. Hey, Jack, you wanted to talk. <laughs> so if if you went back to, uh, was it 1994, and you said, uh, hey, Jack, do you want to watch a scary movie with Michael J. Fox directed by Peter Jackson, who uh, you're going to love a lot in about six years when the first Lord of the Rings comes out, and Jeffrey Combs, who you Love from Star Trek Next Generation, DS9, and Enterprise, also coming up in, or, or, or going on, composed by Danny Elfman. Eh, sure. I'd say, yeah, <laughs> all right. But what you get is just like it's a letdown on all fronts. And this isn't, this isn't a recent letdown. This is historic. So going back to the 90s, whenever I would get sick and I'd be out for more than a day, like strep throat or bronchitis or what have you, my mom would always go to Blockbuster and she'd just make like a a, a dash through the new releases section and just throw stuff in the bag. So usually she'd bring home like a few movies to keep me occupied the next day. On one of these occasions, it was Frighteners. I was not able to make it through one watch of the Frighteners then as a teenager. Or adolescent. No, it would have been teenager at that point. Because you just didn't enjoy it? I just it didn't enjoy it. Oh, okay. Like it's like I wanted something spooky and funny, and I was getting neither spooks and not a whole lot of fun. It's spooky. Like it's the most candy corn. Yeah, it does not pick a lane very well. And it's it's all over the place, and the, the plot is like it's kind of zinging here and zinging there, and then of course there's gotta be a love interest, and there is. Which is which feels weirdly shoehorned in <clears throat> by like 
because you think that the the dead husband's going to be sticking around for a while. So you're like, well, wait a minute. How is this love going to take off when with him there? And if he is there through the whole time, this could get awkward. But I, I, I okay, like let's see where this goes. And then he, when he's gone, gone, it, it's just a weird transition of her being married to this guy and now it's just like oh i'm super into this weirdo that like is a con artist again it's not magic men no i'm just kidding <laughs> bullshit <laughs> man <laughs> but it it has its moments i don't think it had as many moments that i loved and i know jack's gonna be like what the fuck but honestly rat race if you put these two films in front of me, I would watch Rat Race. As Jack slowly leans into the mic, I can't. I can at least find real, like, good chuckles. I don't think I like laughed during the Frighteners. Like, I, I, I don't think any of the jokes I was like landed. Wow, Michael J. Fox, you never cease to amaze. I think I would still pick the Frighteners over Rat Race because somebody once told me <laughs> that the world is gonna owe me to fucking be all star. Oh god. Yeah. Um and, like the, you're right, Drew, the, the the special effects are groundbreaking, but they don't hold water now. Like no. those are like like DS9, like, okay. I'm in the uh, I'm in the celestial temple. Sure, sure. Uh, but, I mean, but for 1996, th- this is the technology that allowed Peter Jackson to have his own cinematic, cre- uh, um, you know, uh, special effects to be used in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, it's like the clinical trial for a uh, hypertension medication that they found out gave men boners. So, like, something good came out of it. It just wasn't this movie. I, I will second that. I think that that is a very good representation of this. But again, these are your. That was good. It's true. It's, it's, so where do you think Viagra came from? I know. I just. And I get that this had feels for you, Drew. I, I'll. I'm, I'm not gonna. I, I'm not gonna try and shit on it too much. In fact, I don't even feel like I'm shitting on it when I'm talking. Like you just kind of like farted in the same room as it, and the movie heard it. Yeah, it was and, just sort of like, just like hey, that, was that wasn't rude. to you, Frighteners. We're, like, we're not on that level. You I can't don't just hate you. Break wind. We're just, you were just in the room when I farted. Like, it happens, man. Mm-hmm. Like Taco Bell? Talk to no, Brooke. No, that's like, a McDonald's <laughs> fart. Yeah, you guys don't share the same. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like for the entirety of the film, it's not, it's not Michael J. Fox. It's not the love interest. For me, it's Jeffrey Combs. I think Jeffrey Combs does a fantastic job in this film, and he he fucking committed to this. God's sake, Milton, would you come inside and sit down? I'm more comfortable standing. Thank you. I really don't see what this has to do with Frank Bannister. Mrs. Linsky, you know nothing about Frank Bannister. You claim he's a bona fide psychic, yet all I've heard is a lot of ill-informed, meandering waffle. He's the one who yeah, came in with, like, no. the Hitler haircut. He wears, like, black contacts so you don't see a pupil or anything. It's like he's just staring at you. And if you actually watch the director's cut... There's a lot of fun little things. <laughs> the director's cut. I was about to ask Drew. So, like, is what is like the, the commentary? making of Rat Race? <laughs> no, no. Sorry, Drew. Set this. If you watch the director's cut, there's a lot of scenes that they took out of the movie, which some of the actors were like upset that those scenes did not get in. They were kind of fun. More so, I appreciate the fact that it gives you a background for Jeffrey Combs's character 
Like that whole scene where like he he ta- he opens his shirt and he says like my body is a map is a roadmap of pain. There's a there's like a good like minute or two segment where he goes over the scars and he tells you like this was from this cult. This was this. This was this. This was this. There's a scene where like he adjusts the rearview mirror when he throws the girl in the back seat of the car and you see a swastika on his palm and he sits there and he says like I was part of the Dahmer family like for oh. seven years. Like, he goes over his whole history, which, him explaining it, it it adds to the fact that, like, he is kind of batshit crazy. But did they put it on the theatrical release? Did they put that scene? No, they don't. No. And so, I will agree that that poses a problem, because I love Jeffrey Combs. He really did commit to the role, but his character was kind of inexplicable. Like, he didn't... He was more of, like, a, a, a row for the the plot than an actual like i feel like it didn't do much besides be kind of fucking weird for me that kind of like made it for me as his character but i mean like i mean you think that jake Busey being you know the 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 true villain which he turns out to be but like i think that combs's character is more of a villain than jake Busey's, even though he's going around killing everyone in town and racking up like numbers all the way almost to forty, uh, but at least they should have like joined forces. Like think, Jeffrey Combs should have figured it out, and then they would work together. But because they, 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 it was just two villains, and it was like too many villains in the kitchen. Well, because because Combs's character thinks that Michael J. Fox, Frank Bannister, is the one who's bad. He's thinking no. he thinks he's the one who's actually killing people, and in turn. It's just him being so dead focused on him, not even knowing that Busey's character is the one killing people. But there's I think there is a continuity error with the actual plot. And I will agree there are parts that just don't make sense, like how a ghost can kill another ghost. The the ghost gun and ghost bullets can kill another ghost. The ghost scythe that Busey's character has can kill another ghost. How the hell Michael J. Fox could pull D Wallace's soul out of her body and like carry it on up to the afterlife with him. I don't understand how he could pull the soul out. That was, that's never explained. I also feel there's a little bit of a tremors throwback in the drag to hell scene. <laughs> it's all up. Oh, the, yeah. the tentacle monsters and like, that was exactly the sound effect that it made. Was more, <laughs> if Combs character was more like, uh, the guy in Indiana Jones where like, Ask yourself, why do you seek the Grim Reaper? Is it for his glory? Or <laughs> yours? Like, you know, that more of like, okay, we're we're villains for a bit, but now like we kind of like have met each other's match and gone like, okay, like you go on your way and I'll go on my and then kind of in a weird way helping each other at the end, but but yeah, fighting the same common enemy. But or more ghost like back i do love that the uh the two ghosts like really like get his back mm-hmm. uh to the point of you know the sacrifice of of themselves which again i i think there's there's a lot of puzzle pieces on the table but not all of them go yeah, but to the, the same puzzles puzzle? like for like uh, like a bunch of inflated colorful balloons <laughs> Like, yeah, once you got all the pieces together, you're like, okay. 
Oh, that was an afternoon. When I queued up for the first time, I was like, it's the Frighteners. It's probably just going to be like 90 minutes. Then I was like, an hour and 49. <laughs> God damn you, Drew. But again, wasting the best years of my life away on this shit. <laughs> the cover. I saw the cover and I was like, oh shit, we are no, in the, for the like. Co- the original cover, it looks scary. It looks creepy. The the re the the reprint or the redistribution of the Blu-ray, it's such a weird looking cover. It's just like Michael J. Fox and they put the ghosts on it and it's like a weird tint of blue. It it's odd. It's so peculiar. And then the weird sort of like under the wallpaper sort of distortion. I that kind of infuriated that, me as well. Wait, so that later gets done a lot in Stranger Things, right? And I think Tremors did that with uh with like sand trails where they just make it look like distorted sand when like oh, I mean if no, we're I talking think that's tr- practical I mean that's, well, yeah. that's a and lot I, of practical I think effects. We're, we're talking like Tremors three or something. What was one of the real bad CGI? I think it was three. Ass blasters. Yeah. After uh, Tremor back to perfection. Yeah. <laughs> Graboids. And- <laughs> oh. uh, I. Can we can we praise John Aston for being in the movie as the judge, Gomez Adams? Yes, I think I, I, he's probably my favorite ghost. I just <laughs> I didn't know who that was anymore. <laughs> I didn't know who that was until you told me who it was. Really, really? Okay, yeah. Right, it, That's I Gomez mean, Adams from but, the Adams <laughs> family. Yeah. Although I think he probably has the worst, or at least in my opinion, the cringiest line is when he. Is like jumping into the sarcophagus and making love. Did you see his to the ass body? Yeah, gyrating. His, his ass was like bobbing up and out of the sarcophagus. And then when he gets he's done, he pops up. And he's all like, "I like it when they lay still like that." And I'm like, "Oh, I probably oh. missed that part because I was doing this <laughs> on my couch, just pinching the bridge, top bridge of my nose, going stopping the bloody nose. Could have been Ghostbusters. <laughs> Hell, even one of the scary movies, but no, frighteners." Oh, Drew, I love it. It's a cult classic, but it did not (laughs) do well. No, it's not. It has a great cult following. No, yes, it does. The only reason it's a cult classic is because they they, in the box office. (laughs) Did it? Yeah, yeah. They had a. It it didn't have the release date that Peter Jackson wanted, and so that's to blame. Um, He also kind of learned from Frighteners, like how to market a movie better. Makes sense. Yeah, but I mean, like, but he 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 thanks. Frighteners for a lot of things that contributed to success later on. And this was this was Michael J. Fox's last actual movie because he didn't want to be away from his family for so long. He did continue on to uh, TV shows. Scrubs. The only the only reason this movie could possibly be considered a cult classic is because they would show this movie when Michael J. Fox couldn't make it to the Parkinson's fundraisers. That's it. <laughs> that is Spin City, it. not just Spin City. Oh, oh yeah, I just rough trod it. Rough trod. Oh. Woof. I'd rather watch Doc Hollywood. <laughs> At least I knew what I was getting into. Oh, Drew. I Again, I'm really trying not to just be like, this movie's good. Because, I, I, again, I, that's fine. If you don't like the movie, you don't like the movie. That's fine. I'm not going to give you shit for it. I don't honestly care if you give me shit for it. Because I like the movie. Technically, it's about, about Maverick, six though. months from when you did Rat Race. So, at least. 
And honestly, at least no, you're so, not hitting me with these too often. Realistically, Nathan, like, you're still on probation. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I felt about Maverick. I, I agree. Like it was like, well, no, I like this, so like, fuck you. Guys. Like if you guys don't no, like no, it, no, I mean, but, I don't want to have the attitude of like, you don't like this movie, fuck you. That's not. I mean, that's not what I want. Like I mean, if you if you don't, no, enjoy no, it's it, not it's fuck fine. you. It's fuck your taste. <laughs> <laughs> Just this one. Let's make this clear. Yeah. So, Love you. I don't want to make it personal. Hate your choices. Just personal ish. <laughs> Hate the sin. Love the sinner. No. <laughs> That's the weirdest Christian thing ever. All right. Oh, well. <laughs> I honestly, I think Busey, though, does. You mean a- Skeeter from Doug? <laughs> <laughs> I think that he does. The creepiest bit, like oh, his face that makes you, you like, number one. Like, oh, and he's like, oh, Patricia, I want you to get like. I'm like, oh, fuck, you why, are. Why twisted. she can see him, I don't understand because, like, wh- I, I'm trying to figure out like what's her near death experience. Well, when they reveal that the creepy caped monster soul sucker thing is Jake Busey, you're kind of like, well, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was hoping for some like, like diabolical demon and he has to call in fucking Constantine to, to stuff this but no it's Jerry fucking Busey <laughs> and I think the end doesn't uh, I guess do it just the, the it feels very weird. underwhelming the, the ending is very weird and Peter Jackson even commented on that especially because like there's not the right amount of energy because in the beginning when he started filming he usually films his endings first and the sunshine that's actually there in the shot was some of the most sunshine that they actually got throughout all the filming. But he also knows that it, it is a bit un- underwhelming. Like, you just suddenly find out that... What's her name? The the love interest. I can't remember her name at all top of my head. Trini Alvarado playing Lucy. Lucy. That she also now... She looked kind of like a bargain ghosts. bin mini driver. Uh, like point, mm. point blank gross, like kind of yeah, mini yeah, driver? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I get okay. that. Had she... Okay, had they come to the like that next scene not them like having a picnic but michael j fox doing another con and then like she like pops up from behind the counter with like a weird helmet and she goes like oh honey this is you gotta come see this and, like she's now fully invested in the con with him okay there we go now we can see more of like the love between them and how they're developing as a couple but just them ooh, like i'm gonna put a blanket on and ooh, out well, so you guys uh, can see ghosts. It's not a funny right. thing. Like they can see ghosts. Agent Dammer's riding away in the cop car. I mean, Peter Jackson even said, "Like, well, you know, he's a, he's a ghost now. Maybe we can have a sequel later on." I mean, that was also like during the the commentary on on the director's cut. And I mean, obviously, it's not going to happen with a sequel now. But I mean, it's like, what's the point of Dahmer's becoming a ghost and then just riding around with the cop? Like, I mean, I don't think he wants to be around. Maybe Bannister at all, but what what's his like? I want to know what his uh, like unfinished business is that he doesn't move on. So Peter Jackson, the first movie we did with Peter Jackson was his Brain Dead, real cult classic. Oh no, hundred percent, hundred percent for Brain Dead. For Brain Dead, with like was it five gallons of blood? No, with thir- like thirty with gallons, like, most like yeah, the but, most blood that's been used in a horror. But movie. I, I just feel like they took like. Like James Cameron from Aliens, and they're like, "Hey, we really liked Aliens. <laughs> How about you do this kindergarten get kindergarten cop movie over here?" 
And hey, I like Kindergarten Cop. One, two, three, four. <laughs> oh, I said Brain Dead. Well, Brain Dead, but Dead Alive. Dead Alive. It was also yeah, called yeah. Brain Dead. But like, they should rename it like not not the Frighteners, but like the Scaredies. Like, are you scared? Yeah, it, get the tinglies, the tinglies. Ironically enough, the there's, there's a horror movie called uh, Spookies. <laughs> and Spookies would have been a good time. <laughs> I mean, this is up there for me with like Hubie Halloween. Oh, Jack! <laughs> Thank you. It's a no. bad Adam Sandler movie that was on Netflix. He, he, Adam Sandler's never done a bad film, so I don't know why. No, I'm, ki- I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, 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 next week, Nathan reveals his pick of Jack and Jill. Jesus. <laughs> oh, I don't even think I can do that to myself. Jesus. Oh, Segmontes? Sure, Segmontes. <laughs> All right. Segmontes. Segment number one. Local con man haunts graveyard. Frank Bannister uses his connections with the afterlife to pull one over on the locals and make a quick buck. Now, you can pick one of these two. What is your con that you'd pull off and how would you do it? Or have you ever been conned and swindled? What happened? How much did they get? I did both. I just did one. But uh, I also did one. I will. I'll I'll, I'll take lead if you want. (laughs) So I. In my earlier years of being single and dating, I was not one to ever like really buy a girl a drink or like unless we're going out on a date you know i would you know yeah pay for dinner but i was not someone that was very fluid with my money with females of like yeah yeah, like just here here's money there was a girl that i was talking to and she was from here but at the time was living in hawaii and trying to get back to bakersfield (laughs) and (laughs) Uh, this was like the first time that I, at the end of the experience, said, Nathan, we have learned. Fuck that. And we are moving on. You know, like, we are just dropped. We're done. We did it. And it it sucked. So I, I helped her move. I gave her $200. I know it's not that crazy. But yeah, a, couple, you know, a couple years ago, it wasn't nothing to shake at. And... I obviously wasn't rolling in the cash. So she got here. We went on like one kind of date. And then I found out that she was talking with someone much more than we were talking and quickly like kind of thank you so much for helping me get back here to him. And I was like, Oh, oh, the oh. guy versus the guy she told you not to worry about. Yeah, oh, oh. And so uh, that was when I, I felt full on con. Well, yeah. Bullshit, mom. <laughs> yeah. uh, so this one that came to mind and it doesn't it doesn't make me look like a good person at all. So at a uh, at a, a magic event for a new set release, I had already pre-ordered a box. And I was ready, going to crack some packs. And uh, at the time I was dating this one girl and she randomly like showed up to the event. And I was just kind of like, oh, hi. Like, what's what's going on? (laughs) This is my time. (laughs) (laughs) We're here at midnight. (laughs) And so like I had I had finished cracking packs with my friends and we were kind of trading and talking, just, you know, hanging out. It's it's a it's a release event. 
So she comes up and she looks around and she's all like, did did people only get like one box? And I was like, yeah, most people kind of got boxes or some people are here just opening packs or, you know, big, you know, booster boxes, whatever, you know, all that. And he's like, and she said, like, would you be like a really cool person if you had more than one box? And I was like, yes, yes, I would. In fact, that would give me some clout because then I would have more packs and I could have some rares. And yeah, yeah, if I if I had more than one box, that'd be great. She suddenly gets up and goes to the counter, brings back two more boxes. Whoa. And I was just like, how much is a box? Like about $130. Like $130. Oh, oh, okay. like they're, yeah, they're not, they're oh, not cheap. Uh, and I was just like, oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> Did she put it on credit under your name? <laughs> <laughs> but like, she, like, I, I guess like me telling her like, yeah, I would totally be like the coolest guy in here. I didn't know she would take it to heart. But it's like also like, you know, yeah, I was kind of answering your question. Like, yeah, I guess that'd be cool. Like, most people only got one box. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm back of my mind thinking like, oh, she might say, hey, let's split a box or I'll totally get you a box. Never in my mind did I think she would come back with like two brand new boxes. I'm not a good person. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but did you break up with her? Like, right out? You're like, thanks for the boxes. No. <laughs> Look who doesn't have any boxes. You are you like squirreling rares up your sleeve just so she doesn't see She's them? Like, Did you get a mythic? You're all no, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> planeswalker. <laughs> you're a bad person. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You're, 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 you're bad. So my con. I d- I've never done this. I made it up. Mm-hmm, sure. uh, my con uh, is I would grab a clipboard. Uh, and my old lab jacket. Uh, and in the front pocket, I'd have visible latex gloves hanging out, like spilling over the top. And my instant read uh, meat thermometer. And uh, like a insulated bag or backpack. Uh, and I would then show up at any and all food festivals claiming that I worked for the health department. Flash like... Like a bogus ID, <laughs> told them I had to conduct an on-the-spot inspection, and I had to take a few samples back to the lab for more testing. Hence the insulated box or backpack. What's up? This is Oktoberfest. S- spent- oh no! Oh no! All these browsers, they gotta go. <laughs> Unfortunately, spent- I can't take some beer. Contaminated. I must, contaminated. I must drink it here. <laughs> I need all three mustards. <laughs> I'd spend a couple hours filling up my insulated backpack or container with free meals, snacks, and then disappear like a hot sausage fart into the wind. <laughs> That's the best con ever. <laughs> and then um, my other one, uh, have I ever been swindled or conned? You know, I could probably think really hard, but the only thing that came to my mind that pissed me off mm. was I think it was sophomore or junior year in college. I had gotten a friend of a friend at a party that said they could get the magical mushrooms. Uh, and I was like, well, uh, could you uh, help me and my friends get some of this? And they're like, yeah, yeah. My friends, yeah. Washington, George Washington, <laughs> yeah. oh, the Lincoln, yeah. let's enjoy the party. So the, the friend that was sort of the, the go-between, the, the, the acquaintance that were the friend that we yeah. both had, he was, you know, we gave him the money. He went over to the guy's place and he brought back the stuff. I trusted this guy because he didn't really do drugs. Uh, and he comes back and mushrooms need to be dried. Like they need to be dehydrated or like 
hung out until they are like if super troopers has taught us anything yeah yeah <laughs> no these were like these were wet and so because they're wet you only got like three mushrooms because of all the water weight and so we took sixty dollars worth of these mushrooms and it didn't do jack shit for any of us oh. yeah it was a real letdown I personally excluded all my Kickstarter stories of things that, like, <laughs> I have helped, like, you know, put money towards. Kickstarter is notorious. I, I, I don't even want to do it anymore because. But don't you get your money back if it. Not if it funds. If it funds. If it fully oh, funds. Oh, but they never sent you stuff. Yeah. Oh. And that's just, unfortunate. I've never had that happen. Scammy shit, especially with the video game stuff where they'll release something and then they're just, they kind of let it die. You're like this, but this isn't oh, anywhere what you like. Look at the roadmap. You're not even like a third of the way through. What the fuck? Oh, this is like a placemat. Yeah, oh, and so cool. it. I just cool. Kick, Kickstarter is an easy way, folks, to uh, hmm. to get con and swindled. Interesting. I buyer That's beware. unfortunate. Yeah, everything I've gotten like has, has come through. But I've also had some of the best things ever from it's, Kickstarter. Yeah, it's really neat. Hit and miss it. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it, it is a hit and miss. miss. All right, segment two. I see dead people. Uh, Frank Bannister's near-death experience caused him to have the ability to see ghosts and interact with Cyrus, Stewart, and Judge. Fun fact, during the uh, filming, he kept calling Judge Doc. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. back to the future. <laughs> I'm surprised they just didn't make it. Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd. Uh. Like I was, I was hoping for another magnificent Maverick <laughs> moment. <laughs> it's a kid, Cody. They, they, you gotta have yeah, kids with this introduce Doc. They give that little oh, sparkly, oh, uh, that sparkly <laughs> little little shit. tone from Back to the Future. No. He I mean, slips he... up and calls him Marty at one point. <laughs> Marty, I can't haunt anymore. <laughs> I can't be a spookner. It's a young man's game. What what time is it? <laughs> I'm late for the con. <laughs> Don't they, money? <laughs> okay. Uh, so what near-death experience or terrifying event have you had that would allow you to see otherworldly spirits? Kind of like how, uh, how those who have seen death first can see Thestrals in the world of Harry Potter. Hmm. So uh, I'll go with mine. So... Uh, a near-death experience I had while riding a roller coaster at Magic Mountain. It was Viper. Get in, chest harness down. I'm re- I'm ready to go. I'm excited for Viper. Okay, as we are going up, up, up. Okay, and then it go. And then you do that first drop, and you go into the first loop. Okay, mm-hmm. as we're going into the first loop, and it's like kind of pulling back. I feel the chest harness go kicking. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, I may have peed a little. So, uh, terrifying. You got Final Destination? (laughs) Holy shit! So terrifying, and I'm like, "Ah, ah, ah." thankfully, like, on the way back down, out of the loop, I'm just like, "Ah," like, forced it all down, I heard a click, and I'm like, you fucking stay there. (laughs) You're like uh, Grant in Jurassic Park, and you take, like, the other uh, seatbelt. Yep. Yep. (laughs) No, but seriously, like, uh, uh, uh. little wink. (laughs) It was terrifying. I thought I was going to die. Like, I thought, like, the next loop, it was going to, like, completely come undone, and I was going to go flying. That's why I I don't have that. All of my stories... 
take place in uh, Red River Gorge, uh, <laughs> the in Kentucky, <laughs> in, in Daniel Boone National Forest, uh, where it was either the time that I I fell off of a mountain, like I it was dark. We were going back to our camp oh, or our, our cars to get stuff, more stuff, like bring it back because we'd arrived late. And luckily, there was a ledge like six or eight feet down. Whoa. So. That was kind of creepy because all my friends friends thought I had died, <laughs> and there was the time that all of us almost died in the in a flash flood. Oh yeah, that story, uh, that yeah. totaled my truck and my buddy Sean's parents' uh, car. Uh, so yeah, that's we still go back, but now we always have the saying that the gorge giveth and the gorge taketh away, and so you you respect it. I just imagine all of Jack's friends looking over the edge in the darkness, like like Indiana Jones. Jack, like, what do you think? Like, like my Jack. last words, I was fighting with him. <laughs> <laughs> Junior. <laughs> and then Jack just kind of walks up and looks over the edge like, Jeez. that's a long way down. <laughs> I thought I lost you, boy. <laughs> oh. oh, the Pentant Man falls off the mountain. Pentant Ten, ledge! <laughs> Uh, but no, they, there are signs all over the park like diff- by different trailheads it's like you know Watch since like 1985 50 people have died here and we're like yeah alright man <laughs> but no it happens and it Not only me. happens to me almost happened to me and a few of my friends a wow. few times so yeah uh, and also kids at home in the uh, Midwest or Upper South uh, maybe don't go do your underage drinking and drug use at Daniel Boone National Forest Red River Gorge because it is a dangerous place. <laughs> this is a wild area. It's not a public service announcement. <laughs> and now you know more. <laughs> <laughs> these, these are just the facts. G.I. <laughs> Joe! <laughs> well, for me, um, I... Uh, we were almost in a car accident uh, in the Kern Canyon. A big rig came into our lane, and I was not driving. And there's something weird about being in a car with someone, especially like the back seat, where like you really feel like not only do you have no control over the situation, <laughs> yeah. but like you're almost like because you're forced to be there. You can't you can't escape, and you're just you're in the back seat. And you just look and you see nothing Hello, but the tires. Doctor, smile, like, friend. Yeah. <laughs> the um all I see different faces. <laughs> 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 and I think it's kind of funny. I think <laughs> like, like just watching this tire coming at us, and at the last second we turned, the wheel hit the back end, and we like crunched against part of this like kind of uh like the the cinder block or the, the the divider uh no like like, like median the, the oh the, shit rail yeah the oh, oh, shit, okay, rail. The oh shit rail yeah. um and the tire so it kind of like crunched the back end and when he was able to finally stop we were like it the nose of it was right there and it was just one of those moments like 
Are we? No, we're not dead. Okay. Oh. <laughs> was was whoever oh, was driving oh, no, their shit all over my face? You know, just yeah, whoa. <laughs> was whoever was driving pull the uh, John Candy move from Planes, Trains, and Automobile, where he like <laughs> he has to physically like unstick his hands from You're the steering wheel on the wrong side of the road. <laughs> oh. <laughs> How do they know where we're going? <laughs> uh, the the truck driver got out, made sure we were okay, and like. Us five who were going down to Magic Mountain's uh, Hurricane Harbor that day, um, like after it kind of like the shock wore off of that we were still alive, we just started like all like screaming, cussing at him because like the the kind of the uh, the gloss sure. had, had worn off and we are now down to just solid wood of hate of like, <laughs> oh my God. And, and he's like. Call my company. They'll fix everything. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, blah, blah, blah. And oh, he said sorry. His oak tables can hold a lot of memory. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I use pine. <laughs> so, yeah. That was a, a scary time. But um, I'd definitely be seeing some ghosts after that. Okay. Segment number three. Paranormal Investigations. Lucy can now see ghosts just like Frank due to the events in the film. From here, Frank and Lucy decide to take their skills on the road and tackle whatever paranormal spikes come up. What famous group or person are they teaming up with? Are there new partners for real from a show, a movie? What's their first case? I'll go first. I haven't yeah. gone first in the segments yet. Uh, so mine, they are real people. Kind of. Uh, but the timeline's going to get kind of wonky because they're dead at this point. Uh, but uh, they would team up with Ed and Lorraine Warren, uh, the mm. real-life demonologists and the basis of the couple from the Conjuring movies. Yeah. Uh, the first case uh, they would have is cracking the suspicious suicide of Jeffrey Epstein. Whoa. <laughs> okay. I like it. Okay. Spoiler then. alert. That's what I got. <laughs> he didn't kill himself. Okay. Uh, That's what I got. All right. Um, I went a little bit more humorous with this. Oh, good uh, for you! <laughs> good for you. So I'm just gonna read. I'm just. I'm just gonna do my movie promo. Frank and Lucy have solved just about every problem that's been haunted their way. But when the couple meet up with legendary actor Steven Seagal, they find the past movie roles he's absolutely murdered have come back to drag him to hell. It's a goddamn cook! For his last movie ever, can Lucy provide the sexual level Seagal demands from a co-star? Or will Frank... Or will Frank end up having to call on the dead for a little help for a big waste of space? Could the ghost of Gary Busey be in it and then we'd have a double Busey? Yeah, Michael J. Fox, Trini Alvarado, Steven Seagal, Whoopi Goldberg, <laughs> Ron Perlman, Danny Glover from Maverick, James Corden, and 50 Cent. In the wacky, lovable paranormal comedy, The Frighteners 2, Seagal's Last Call. Coming to a derp to derp by ear this derpity derp to derp. I like it. So I also kind of went uh, comedic on this. Good. So oh, good for you. Good for you. <laughs> so I said that Frank and Lucy are going to become partners with the characters from the new show Ghosts. Has anybody been watching Ghosts? No. Uh, do do like CBS? Uh, it's on CBS. Ghosts. All right. So the premise for Ghosts is a young couple's dream come true when they inherit a beautiful country house, oh, yeah, yeah, only yeah. to find okay. that it's falling apart and inhabited by many deceased re residents. So 
Anybody, Decent premise, I think. I think that's like. I mean, right. I don't know if it's good or not. But oh no, no, it's good. I think oh. it's. I think it's pretty clever. It's. It's actually pretty funny. Not that that weighs much with Jack, but <laughs> he's like you. Pick that's to be genuinely funny. If we're talking faulty towers with ghosts, I'm in. There you go. Yeah. So they're going to become partners with the the couple that are trying to turn this house into a B and B. And since only the wife can actually see the ghosts in the house because she had a near death experience. Just like Frank and Lucy. Of course she did. Of course she did. They're an extra set of eyes and ears that can help, like, talk to the ghosts, refurbish the house, turn it in inside and out, make the B&B, but also make it a part-time, you know, paranormal private eye. Is there also a wee bit of scalping? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, give me a little scalping. Oh, Oh, God, what a woman. (laughs) Not a woman. (laughs) So one episode, the the ghosts have an interesting thing where if they pass through um, a person, uh, it, it could activate like a power or the ghosts can do certain things. Like the one guy that got struck by lightning, he's like a Viking. And so he got struck by lightning and he died. So if he tries really hard, he can make the lights flicker on and off. And uh, there's like an old jazz singer. And if she tries really hard for her ghost power, she can send like a haunting like uh, music and melody throughout the house. The lady who used to own the house, who's like an old relative that died, her ex-husband was like a philanderer and he had many, many mistresses. And so when he walks through someone, it makes them horny. So yeah, shite Huck McGoldrick. <laughs> so yes, there's your there's your wee bit of scalping. Okay, for that. You know, most shows that deal with like the ghost kind of stuff, like uh, uh, Pushing Daisies. Pushing Daisies is great, but that doesn't deal with ghosts. I thought that he touches the dead body. He touches the dead body and it and comes it, back to life, but that's, oh, but it's not a ghost. Um, okay, yeah, all right, all right, I'll give you that. Pushing yeah. Daisies, it's fabulous. Another it's not bald. Another show Baldine. that had Chi McBride, which Chi McBride was in this. Oh, that makes it good. There you go. Yeah, it, all is forgiven. <laughs> it makes it good. <laughs> that was a cult classic. <laughs> it was my first Asian. <laughs> oh. Drew, what would you give this film? <laughs> I give Frighteners. A nostalgic four out of five. Okay. I give Frighteners. Uh, if Frighteners was a movie that I had to bury six feet under, I would give up after six inches. Oh. So, like, the toes are still still peeking out. Like, maybe the nose and the forehead. Uh, you give up after six inches. That would be... <laughs> the, the body wouldn't even be in the... Yeah. It'd be, like, on top of the dirt. <laughs> Just kind of lay in there like a... I'm aware. <laughs> He's like, like a I'm paving very, stone. I'm, uh, I'm aware. Yeah. So that the wolves and the forest creatures can get some nourishment from it. Um, I would that would this, make me feel better. I would give this like, <laughs> a, maybe like a a one and a half, maybe a two. Uh, out of out five. Of, oh, 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 six inches out of six feet, but oh, Mr. One, one and a half over here. Oh, that's oh, <laughs> he's really turning on the juice there. I'm just saying that, like, it, <laughs> I watched it. We had our moment together, Frighteners and I. <laughs> I don't know if I will, I will pass by Frighteners again. And if I do, I'll know what I'm in store for. But 
I shan't be returning. You're like, <laughs> I've got a Bilbo bag, and like, <laughs> and I don't think I'm coming back. <laughs> there, there have been maybe years down the road where I'm scrolling <laughs> through. <on> the <laughs> I'm scrolling through Netflix or 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 Prime, like the the free movies, and and Frighteners rolls by, and I'll just go. Droop. <laughs> the same way if I see Maverick I'll go I think that <laughs> I'm getting too old for this shit <laughs> there's other chances to do things like like Beetlejuice we have a ghost topic a ghost we've genre. got a million we do we have a lot <laughs> so many <laughs> it's a good time it's a good time well get Better. <laughs> Drew, how can how can people? Oh, wait, do we have a Patreon? We do, but oh. it's kind of a throwback, folks. Uh, call the <laughs> Tooch line if you feel like you have the urge to watch the Frighteners, and Nathan and I will provide you with a list of five alternatives. <laughs> and the the best part, the payoff for me, folks, is <laughs> Drew's going to have to listen to that and let us know. Because it drew the one that gets the voice ah, real it's, so, it's like, you know, I just took five years off of your life. That's all posterity. Please be honest. have you feel. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> well, folks, if you do want to call the Tooch line and leave a No, voice you do, mail, folks. You do not if. You, you do. do. <laughs> so, folks, when you call the Tooch line, you're going to need that number. It is 661-376-0030. So call the Tooch line, leave us a voicemail, tell us that you either love, hate, the Frighteners, Jack and Nathan will provide you with alternatives. That's six six one three seven six zero zero three zero two. shit on Drew's heart. <laughs> <laughs> but if you also want to get us, get in contact with us on Facebook and Instagram, search for The Real Feels Podcast. We are up on Twitter at Real Feels Pod, and you can also send us an email at realfeelspodcast at gmail.com. Ooh. Well, this officially ends season four. The Fellowship of the Fields. The, the book Fellowship of the Fields. <laughs> they are coming. Share the load. It was been it's been a good season. I feel like I feel like playing like last goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Into the West. Oh. Oh, oh but wait. No. It's a double feature. It's a double feature. Because we're coming right at you. Girk. The air horns. Double feature. The end is the beginning. Always, every year, after mm-hmm. we have closed the book of one season, 
Yet another season is there to open, and in the opening chapter, we always do a Tremors film. Hey! It's your host. There's only two left. Nathan. This is Jack. Adrew is here. And we have the unfortunate pleasure of bringing you the next (laughs) line of Tremors. So buckle up, folks. Because Tremors 5, Bloodlines, coming in hot, (laughs) is about to hit your faces. Roll that bean footage, sadly. Notice I didn't call it beautiful. You just (laughs) called it bean footage. You gotta read between the lines, Drew. Read between between the lines! We have a situation in Africa. There's been another attack. You've got bear boys. Worms. Sure as hell ain't Mickey Mouse. From Universal Pictures comes the next chapter in the Tremors saga. The bitch is back. Load every gun. Come to Africa. We'll have some laughs. Eat some game. Tremors 5, Bloodlines. I think you'll find this useful. Where'd you get this? You don't want to know. I like your style. Well, what a way to kick off season five. Real feels and the order <laughs> of the grab baggins. Do we even need to have trailers for Tremors at this point? Can it just be like 30 seconds where, go, where it's just like Burt Gummer slowly <laughs> taking off his sunglasses? I'm like still Tremor here. 16, blood fuck. Kevin Bacon can go fuck himself because <laughs> yeah. Michael Gross is here. <laughs> so Burt Gummer urinates on the corpse of Reuben McIntyre in Tremors part <laughs> part. 13. I feel like Tremors, in every single one of their like IMDb trivias, every single one of them <laughs> is, well, Kevin They're Bacon... They're by Drew. Kevin... <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny. Thank you for telling It's the only way I can show my affection. <laughs> Drink your truly. Drink your spicy bitch water. <laughs> yes. I feel like every single one of them has the phrase, Kevin Bacon was really interested in doing this one. But he backed but out. But he was but due to scheduling conflict or something. That's in a lot of the trivias. That's in this trivia. Like, Kevin Bacon was going to be coming back, but he like, he decided no, not to. Kevin Bacon ain't fucking I mean, coming back. He maybe wasn't he Kevin Bacon in, like, dire on. financial straits not too long ago. And there's Tremors <laughs> just knock, knock, knocking on his door. And he says, no, fuck you, Tremors. They're all- but he was really thinking about coming in, guys. We're just uh like did does Burt Gummer what's his name? What's the actor's name? Michael Gross. Does Michael Gross want him to like kiss the ring? <laughs> in order to like Cry You out. may be in Tremors eight, but you gotta kiss the ring. Cry you out. May, you may kiss Mercy. My block. <laughs> Mercy! Mercy! <laughs> and it can all be over, Kevin. The screenplay is done. The screenplay is done by the same guy who did Tremors 4. So at least there's a little bit of consistency a there. Continuity. However, the director for the film had never seen a Tremors film until Michael Gross sat him down to watch it. <laughs> it's all, so it's boy, really interesting. We're watching and it, all four and it right shows now because if, if out of out of all of them, out of every single Tremors movie, doesn't matter if it, like one through four, one through four literally gives us all of the life cycles. And now when they go to South Africa, like it completely throws everything out of the loop. 
it's a completely new genome of, of, of graboids. And they almost make the like Bert almost makes the fact that like Tremors three back to perfection is no longer canon because these ass blasters are not the same as the as the other last blasters. And the tribe in South Africa calls them lightning birds, which would have been a much better name. Yeah. So at least it wasn't the prequel. The prequel, even though it had Dirt some dragons. had some <laughs> cutesiness to it. Like, but at the same this time, action. this had action and it wasn't like as bad computer CGI, though. Still with a lot of no, guns firing, you could tell that they, they put like the, the flash the muscle, pops on there, flash, yeah. Yeah. especially when they shoot the rockets into the cavern. Um, so my, 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 my two big takeaways from this and Drew, I long have since given away with trying to keep the tremors lore and biology and <laughs> and genomes straight because to me it's all just different ways of slamming fingers and toes in the same door um <laughs> so, that is the best way to describe this holy so, shit so what i have to say is all right jamie kennedy first i haven't seen jamie kennedy <laughs> a long time. in a movie or a tv show in probably a good 20 years <laughs> so when i saw jamie kennedy now it's like watching jackass and then seeing bam margera now he was throwing off some real crazy like midlife yes. crisis bam margera like i'm still gonna wear like the jaunty thin scarf, scarf in the desert I'm which looks a lot like the golden empire but you know we're, we're gonna kind of gloss over that and then the one south african dude the who pilot? has the goggles no the goggles oh no, he, yeah, he yeah. looks like a bargain bin a show who's the guy who played Gollum? fuck uh, oh, andy circus he looks like a bargain yeah, bin yeah, andy circus who's does. cosplaying as toad from the first x-men holy cr- deep cuts jack yes that That's- is accurate as hell all right thanks gentlemen it was good i'll see you on the next one i think it's my pick art that'll be a arctic thriller or arctic mystery arctic, arctic adventure what's okay what's interesting is that like this movie almost tries to pull off little scenes and little like you know somatic somatic um yeah like Easter egg scenes, essentially, to almost like make the watcher go like, oh, I recognize what they're doing. Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Or the fact that like we, the first time that we see um, Jamie Kennedy, he's peeing. And that's the opening to Tremors where it's like, oh, there's Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon's peeing off the side of a mountain. Like off the side side of a cliff. That's exactly what Jamie Kennedy's doing. Oh, it's the new Indiana Jones. We're going to find out Indiana Jones has a son. Right. Oh, and it's even more tragic than that. There's there's a lot of... (laughs) What do you you know about Florida? (laughs) (laughs) Can we have a a quick poll with you guys? Who would you rather be your discovered illegitimate (laughs) son? Shia LaBeouf or Jamie Kennedy? Shia LaBeouf? Yeah, the guy actually like knows fencing at least. And like, he's kind of a wacko. Where Jamie Kennedy just seems kind of sad and desperate at this point. Jamie, Jamie Kennedy, Kennedy, if you want to come on to our podcast, go to uh, at Real Feels and Facebook. I would, I would uh, meta love feels. to chat with him about this film. I would. We would. You have, have a pocket. We would have a two-hour fucking episode of just me going. Okay, what the fuck was going on with this? So when we started, like. Or when we started the podcast. And where was the Graboid grape okay. and perfection peach drink? <laughs> That's ranch dressing in that jug. That's not no snake marinade burnt gummer. Fuck. When, we, start, like when we started the podcast and we did Tremors 1, or it might even been around Tremors 2, 
Jamie Kennedy also decided to like randomly start a podcast of his own, but he wouldn't follow other podcasts, but he sure as hell wanted you to follow him. Of course. And like he like sent out like feelers and whatnot. Was and, it like, sponsored by like Schlitz? No, I don't remember what it was. But like <laughs> I'm gonna wanted, put my dick like, in you. Don't put your dick in me. Him, and he wanted like mm. more and more people to like. Well, I guess, give that, him attention What was that potpourri it? that you could buy at head shops that could get you high? The spice oh, bath salts? Ba- no, not bath salts. But it was like spice or something. Or I, don't know, I, don't know, I feel like that's Wait, who so sponsored is, Jamie Kennedy. Jamie Kennedy. Podcast. The William Defoe, and we're like trying to cuddle up next to him, and he's like, no, "What are you doing?" He's like, no. we, "We're like, we just want to cuddle." Don't like, you sully <laughs> William Defoe's <laughs> good name? He's like, he's like, "You fag." No. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing: we, you only have to deal with Jamie Kennedy, and I mean, deal with Jamie Kennedy for this movie and A Cold Day in Hell, which is the sixth film. Can't wait! Can't wait! I'll see you there, Jamie. <laughs> and. I mean, granted, like he has, like there are some funny lines that he has in this movie, but that's like to the extent of it. I don't really get his Johnny Rocket on his 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 dirt bike, yeah. And then the only I did like Burt Gummer's little like survival, like took me ninety minutes to build this clay oven, right? Yeah, thirty minutes to cook up this here rattlesnake (laughs) with uh, the the uh, Burt Gummer's uh, (laughs) snake marinade and blah blah blah. chicken taste. (laughs) That was. That was okay. Sure. But again, Bergummer gets to South America, the most racist part, South, South Africa, Af- the South most Africa. racist part of Africa, and they don't even let him have his guns. They fuck him again. Like, here's like The uh, government confiscated him. There's a five-day waiting period. But if you're going to do a movie like Tremors 5, like, let's pull out the stops here. That's, I think that's what it's missing. Is it like... Like the last one, it had like the the fifty caliber, like the four barrel the, the aircraft a, the uh, flash gun, and, and that was number three. Which breaks up the continuity because he says like, no, they're contained to the northern hemisphere. It's like, no, you were in Mexico, and early on in that, you were in Argentina, taking down a whole like fleet of shriekers by yourself. Like, I just, I, I don't like that they. The one of the coolest parts of Tremors one was when they the Tremor breaks into the rec room and like after they fire off like the couple like the the couple rounds they, they had right the next there gun and they the next go gun. to the wall and you just see the wall of fucking guns Matrix style like guns oh, it's like, like American Gladiator yeah. like gotta run over here get this gun gotta run over here oh got a rocket launcher and now just trying just different shit and then like he finally like breaks the and gets the elephant gun I'm like yes this is what it's all about you guys have finally figured out what i really want in this tremors film kevin bacon going what the hell's that and that's what should be expected just like when he goes down to mexico to take care of the graboids he's like oh well i sort of got this and this from the mexican army and a bunch of c4 or in dynamite sorry and a bunch of dynamite this you're right and dude man gets to hook up with a former uh playboy (laughs) playmate but this become a an a commercial for wrangler jeans there it is I don't understand why the love interest thing is so why it matters. poor. And the bow and arrow thing? Oh, like, yes! Like, oh, like, like, <laughs> like, like an atlatl or a spear or... But, like, they're like, we gotta give her a weapon, but we gotta make her, like, it's gotta be, like, cool. Because we can't it's just like give her a... like that elf gu- bitch from The Hobbit that they wrote into the story that had no... No need to be there. Why does it hurt so much? Because, because it was real. <laughs> yeah. yeah, giving her a bow was weird. I mean, granted, she gave away her only good gun to Bert. 
that was on like the preservation. I wanted him to sit there and say like, why do you, or like Jimmy Kennedy to be like, why do you need that on an animal reserve? And I just wanted her to respond. Cause it's Africa. Yeah, but she should have been like more fucking like she should have been hawkeying it up and like. But she wasn't. They had too. Well, many she's g- just running around the boat. They had too many gimmicks, and then they had the her fucking daughter like steal a graboid egg or sorry a ass blaster egg. Yeah, and that's what they're going after the entire time. They're like, we're just hunting down our children because we want our egg back. That's the whole thing. Because later you find out that the guy who hires Gummer. He's a poacher, and he wants to up his game from ivory to graboids. Yeah. So we've got a problem with my dog right now where usually if you take her outside and you you throw a toy around for her, like if she's got to poop, a couple minutes of that, her running around, she'll poop. But what she does is she stops, she gets the, the rear hunch, and then she drops the toy and then takes two or three perfect steps forward and then shits on the toy. That's like this girl with the egg, like, no, 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 no off to the, no, you're just shitting on your toy right now. Like, <laughs> this doesn't need to happen. When, when she shoots the car that's already on fire. <laughs> <laughs> and it blows up even more. <laughs> As the graboid is leaping out of the ground to attack it. With the arrow that's on fire, I think the biggest sin is that she does it like the grab boy doesn't say sigh, and she goes Anora and launches it and blows it like the con air. Or just go, I am no man. <laughs> so I mean, oh. okay, so we have that shot that's just like unrealistic and kind of weird for it. But let's let's just talk about the fact that the helicopter that came to save Bert and Jamie Kennedy lands perfectly in alignment to the cave system, and he somehow also fires a missile that goes directly into the mouth of the cave in the exact spot that it's needed, despite the fact we watched Jamie Kennedy wander through that cave system and take turns to get in and out. Is that because they didn't have the budget to, like, actually have flight footage of the helicopter, like... Well, you could tell the missiles that were coming out, those were just pop-pop-pops of CGI. Like, no no actual missiles were fire, fired yeah. during the filming of this film. But, Sidru, so <laughs> give us give us the uh, the ground scoop. How much money was spent on this film? Yeah, what's the oh, dude, it's budget a direct for this? video. It's not... This wasn't a... No, no, but it's, it had how, a budget. What's the budget? What's the, the budget? I don't know. I can look it up, but Is Bert Gummer no just having them put it directly into his retirement account at this point. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're just paying him with props. They're like, hey, so the the whole location or like it was filmed in Africa, South Africa. Part of it was actually filmed in a South African like wildlife preserve, which I was like, oh damn! So you flew everyone out. And, and then they had volunteers from the habitat, like they would hold like the the horses, you know they'd they'd do all these things. I'm like, oh, okay, that's. I mean, I, I get it. Use whatever's cheapest and whatever's going to get you the shot. And if if it's in, you know, South Africa, fantastic. But maybe put some like actual South <laughs> Africans that aren't detestable into it, or or maybe like. A, a little bit less of a not like try to half-ass their culture mm-hmm. and actually just like or, or shoehorn them in as like here i don't know like or they should have thrown in oh, wait, maybe it wasn't i i'm getting a box office maybe uh, they should have thrown in release. like the, the fat south african from lethal weapon 2 just so he could walk through the scene at one point and just go 
diplomatic community. <laughs> it, I just don't. Okay, no, I was right. It was released through Universal Studios Home Entertainment on October 6, 2015 Blu-ray. But it also says that it has a 2.6 million box office budget. <laughs> I don't believe that. I, I, think I call, I but I can't tell. All right, not budget, but like that's how much it made for the box office. I can't tell you how much the actual budget for the film was. See, whatever they paid Jamie Kennedy, they should have just taken that and spent it on more guns and more. Uh, oh, that's the domestic video sales. Okay, two point six million. Yeah, because there's there's not they're not going to give a budget. Um, information for a film that wasn't necessarily released into a movie theater that it's not worth. Like the time, I think. But again, you don't have the love interest, even like a, a good tease of it. It's like, oh, maybe she likes one of these guys, but then it's not even a. Uh, well, she like flirts with Jamie Kennedy's character, but she's supposed to be staying with the other Wild Park Ranger who tells uh, the big guy who got carried off to the bridge. But it's all like, oh, she's mine. And he's like, oh, she's yours now. And, and, like, and like laughs at him. It's like, what? It's a weird mix of characters. And they could have made, just made it, I guess, a romantic thing. But it's like they kind of were like, oh, no, never mind. Let's I think she's flooded. What? I will. I will say this. Okay, so this. It has nothing to do with the love interest. The CGI in the film for the Graboids is really good. It's hand, in, it's, hand over hand better than Tremors like 2. Because it's 90% practical effects, right? It feels like most of the shots with like when like he's doing oh, you the mean bike like in the, in the early like In the early Tremors? It's all like... Oh, it's all practical effects. Yeah, it's all practical effects. But that's what this makes is, it good. Right, no, 100%. That is what, make it, that is what makes it Why good. Why do we go this, away from practical... Is practical effects that, ex, that expensive? No, you sometimes... Sometimes it can be because understand the idea of like how much time can go into just creating like a character in a CGI program or in a computer program, making them walk and making them move across the screen. That takes a few clicks and you can repeat it. Now get a guy into a suit that takes like eight hours to put him into it and then film one walk across the scene. And maybe he's good for another two or three. Like, remember how bad at CGI when he got to the ass blasters? Yes. And it was like, like, <laughs> and then they were just like the little chicken flaps and they take oh, it was so bad and like the actual practical effects was just like the head like lifting like the the heat sensor this the the actual graboid i like the c i like the cgi effects you big bitch the well, actual no, that was the name of no i know the actual ass blaster though i it, it looks like a langolier from fucking stephen king that's what it looks like <laughs> I, sorry, it's a, it's a weird design. They totally forego the fact that like it has to fart and fly off, and but it come it farts, fly off, comes in and swoops and then swoops away again. Like for some reason, it can still fly and catch wind after it's already been you know do, do, uh, dived down. It's it's dumb. I do kind of like the idea that the snakes detach from the graboid. I thought that was or the tongues detach from the graboid and they're like sentient. I thought that was kind of neat. But like, when it's not enough to do anything for but it's me, not. though. No, I agree. <laughs> right, I, I, but it's I, not. I think it's a good. No, it's a fun idea. But I think they deviate so hard. They go so far left field that it's just it's weird now. Did, did it ruin it for you? 
It doesn't ruin it. Was, it was it. Trevor Bloodlines when you drew a line in the sand and you're like, this spot. Oh, no, no father. <laughs> John Luke blew the damn Trevor. It will not be this day. <laughs> it, it doesn't ruin it, but it's Let's not. rock and roll. <laughs> it doesn't feel like Tremors for me. A lot of it doesn't feel like the Tremors that I really liked and grew up with. The only thing that really makes this movie is Michael Gross. And that's it. Even Michael Gross is like weird batshit, like going crazy, stuck in the cage in the sun kind of moment, which was odd, but I guess kind of funny. So two movies that I think that had like really good practical effects, but then also utilized good CGI and then the different tracks that it went on on their sequels. I'm going to take The Mummy. I'm going to take Starship Troopers. Both those 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 first films, like honestly, bang it out of the park for me. I love how Starship Troopers special effects are. 100%. Even some of like the real wonky shots, like when Rico's holding on and to that the shower scene. And the shower, oh god, that shower scene. But um, and and in mummy, <laughs> you know what to do. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> but like even in the mummy, like you have oh you have the like uh, the body paint. Rough checks, rough bits. But in the mummy, you have really good special effects and really good practical effects with like the mummies. And like the face in the sand and all, I'm like the scarabs and shit. Yes, oh, they're like oh, that's what that reminded me of. The face in the sand in Frighteners is kind of like Himotep's face. Oh, in the don't sand. sully oh, the it's mummy. The same time. <laughs> it's the same time. Brandon Fraser's listening to this going, no, no, Drew, I disagree. <laughs> oh, but Brandon Fraser, if Brandon you're out Frazier, there, if you're if you listening, call we love you. Line six six one three seven six zero zero three zero. Fucking love First Brandon Fraser. <laughs> love. We fucking love you, and we'd love to talk to you. I fucking love you. Nathan, Nathan and I want to talk to you for no. a hot second about Scrubs, scrubs yeah. so we can cry a little I bit. I like Scrubs. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> Jack will also jump on the bandwagon, and uh, he'll talk to you more about level. Doom Patrol. Piss on the axle. <laughs> <laughs> Jack will talk about Doom Patrol. Yeah, I like Doom Patrol. And then we're all... And we're all going to want you to scream cowards like in school ties. Yes. <laughs> but, okay, so. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie since the 90s. <laughs> cowards! And I kind of want to rewatch it, but there's no reason to because uh, you've seen school ties once or twice. You don't really need to see it again. <laughs> but, okay, so The Mummy branches off with. It keeps going the with more returns. sequels. The Mummy Returns, and uh, Dra- Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. Um, but it even like even spawns, you know, uh, Scorpion King with the Rock. But the CGI oh my God. With the Scorpion King was so really, that was horrible. Really so bad. that's where it yeah. kind of deviates. But each one of those really kind of keeps the method like of how does the CGI go down? So after the, same, the original, so same thing happens with Starship Troopers, the first one. Practical effects heavy, CGI a lot, you know, but but refined the second one is a dumpster fire an absolute I think the third one's worse i never made it i don't the third one one. Has, i love the first the one but one has, i just uh, never felt the need to watch the third one more. has to paul from enterprise and she is weird she has long hair i'm mm. gonna I say no though, if I correctly i think that two is worse than Not three that that's important well <laughs> if i'm gonna watch it <laughs> like I'm already going back through the Enterprise and Paul's drumming up all sorts of feelings. But to bring it all back to Tremors, Pumpfar! Tremors the first, <laughs> Tremors the first one, practical effects. <laughs> it, any CGI? I don't even know if they had like any, in really, Tremors in the, the first original one. Tremors. 
I can't think of anything. Not that's to like, my oh, shit. That was that's like, all practical effects. But it's so good. And then you go to number two, where it's like you know that they just they lost a lot of the budget. They don't have, and each time they're trying to like phone it in. Cost, with, what what's the cost benefit analysis here? Like, <laughs> where's point. the trade off? Jamie point. Kennedy or we're better not, special effects? We're not wasting time. It's fine because after the audience sees from like Tremors one to Tremors two and three, all you have is Michael Gross sitting in the corner going, "How could I have known? I, <laughs> I was know. denied. How could I have known? Important, vital, <laughs> need to, to know, know information." <laughs> Why does it always not come to Bert? And he he fucking sells out. He really does do his character like this, no one. This is why he is the face of the Tremors franchise. And I'm it's not before him. I like Kevin, that. I, I will say it from here and now. People keep saying like, "Ooh, Kevin Bacon, Kevin Bacon, Kevin Bacon." You almost no, did it. Fuck like, all of you, Michael <laughs> you Gross. Almost did the fifth one. Like, no, no, Michael Gross. It's Michael Gross. Michael Gross is the face of Tremors. It's not Kevin Bacon. It's not Fred Ward. Sorry, but instead of pissing and moaning when he's only got like a handful of shitty guns when he gets to South Africa, <laughs> like he should have like rippled that from aliens and like he's like duct taping shit together yes. and like he's got like a like a spray aerosol can in the middle. He's like, oh, oh, I got a flamethrower now. Like, like get MacGyver on this shit, but he's like, oh, like throwing That's, his hat in the dirt and shit. Because he just is doing a whole thing about like survival and like adapting. That would have been a perfect thing. Improvise. Of, like, Adapt. Like, overcome. Like, give me the camera. Like, like, so this is all we have, but watch me turn it. And, like, that whole thing kind of falls apart. The whole, like, intro and outro of, like, him doing the survival <laughs> thing. Oh, did you see the end? The, yeah. the, 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 the credit, credit scenes. scenes. Yeah. Oh, did you see it? <laughs> Once the credit hits, uh, credits, credits hit, the credit? I was out of there. <laughs> Turn it off. There was more. There was a poster mid credit scene. Uh, yes. So it's the same <laughs> footage. The music came on. I was like, but like B lights are up. We're out. Shut down Xbox. <laughs> Xbox clear memory. It's like a Delete browser it. history. Oh, I have no trace. <laughs> Burn it. Kill it with fire. <laughs> Bring oil and wood. <laughs> no stone tombs for Trevor's. Let's see if Gondor is mine. <laughs> Soul passes Trevor's five. Bloodlines of Ecthelion. Try a pulse. Free, free. Folks, Jesus. we're really sorry, but oh, this, is, this is the kind of shit that we do, even when we're not but podcasting. This, yeah, this is... Oh, bloodlines, motherfuckers. It's, uh, so, <laughs> I almost spit my drink out. <laughs> I want man. you to get a tattoo that just says, bloodlines, bloodlines motherfuckers. motherfuckers. I was going to say, that's Nathan's new shirt. And I have like a sexy graboid on it, like a pinup, like like a, like oh, a like Memphis Belle. <laughs> So at the end, they take the same footage, but then they they splice in stuff with Jamie Kennedy, and he's like, uh, you know, like, I'm, you know, uh, I'm Burt Gummer, and this is like the how to do survival, and he's like, you know, and he I reject all these names, and then Jamie Kennedy comes on, and he's like, oh, I've been called this, you know, super sexy Mister Big Dick, and I'm, you know, I accept all those, na-. you know, like. It's like a shot for shot. I thought, I'm like, is it a parody? But no, he's his son. So he's like, we're 
teaming up and we're a dynamic duo now is it like comedically funny like life aquatic with with steve zizu where he says uh, i came up with a name for you uh i was gonna call you uh call you papa no no how about steve z steve z is <laughs> a little bit more my speed oh but but i want to i want to be on your team but your te- <laughs> yeah, i want to be on a team yeah but your b team's captain you, <laughs> you gave me dolphins i love dolphins <laughs> I love William Defoe. So, one more thing that I can think of that (laughs) (laughs) that I'm it it baffles me that the the girl, like the daughter, and her whole role in it with like I I get it that she's they kind of shoehorn her in with the the egg, but the whole not like a ring bearer. She's the egg bearer. Oh yeah. Take the egg to the. To the <laughs> but I don't know. You shouldn't have taken it in the first place. <laughs> so, again, they do the like, oh, I have this idea and I, I take it from a, a scene from earlier and we're going to make it. Take Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, but we're going to make it bigger. Oh, okay. Got it. With the whole like lightning rod, which that whole fucking thing of like lightning. They, they, they kind of like spoiled like, you know, the whole like plot hook. Maybe like, we'll just the use ending at the very beginning. He's like, "What are you doing? Getting worms?" And she's like, shocking the ground with electricity. Oh, so my wife walked in while <laughs> that scene was going off. She took one look and just goes, "Foreshadowing." <laughs> uh, yes, you can set your clock to it, right? Yep. Mother and I was nature. like, "Mother Nature, do you want to sit down and, and watch Trimmer's Five Bloodlines with me?" And she said. Fuck no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure Brooke said the same thing for you, Jimbo. Uh, No, I I I don't know if she was. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, somebody throw a pie. (laughs) Take the fucking elephant. (laughs) Take the fucking elephant. There's a uh, there's a clip that I'll put onto YouTube or I'll put onto the Twitter. But there's a there's a random little clip of like my of uh, Jamie Kennedy. Doing almost like an ASPCA kind of like public service announcement. And he's he's saying like, here we go. See, watch. Hi, I'm Jamie Kennedy. Oh, that's that's Bam Margera. Join me in supporting a noble cause. Please say that you'll be an answer for an innocent graboid, shrieker, or ass blaster who's suffering right now. Please call the number on your screen or go online and join SPCG. The Society for Prevention of Cruelty to Graboids, with a monthly gift, right now. For just $5 a month, for about the price of a cup of coffee, you'll rescue these beautiful creatures from their abusers. Notice how it's all footage from one. From good Tremors movies. (laughs) But most of all, you'll be providing these creatures with love. Call or join online right now in the next 30 minutes and we'll send you a photo of the Graboid that your gift is helping. This is your chance to say, I won't sit by anymore. I know the Graboid suffers. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I knew wow. Bam Margera did other movies besides the Jackass <laughs> franchise, but... I just, like, when I was looking at I didn't at think stuff, they were as notable as the Tremors franchise. Man, man. <laughs> His so is that him on the bike? Because all I could think I of, I highly doubt that's Jamie. Well, it's Kennedy his on character the on the bike. All I could, okay, but all I could think about was that, like, you know, when an actor 
I, you can just imagine that they're really into something and they're like, oh, like, like if Tom Cruise would be like, oh my gosh, I'm really into like wakeboarding right now. And then we're build a movie in space. And the next mission, in the next Mission Impossible, can we do some wakeboarding shit? Because like I'm really getting good at that. And they're like, fuck it. Although whoa, some, whoa. some things that actors do can very much surprise you, like John Cena in the Last Peacemaker. That's actually John Cena really playing the piano. Oh, guys, I fucking love the Peacemaker. Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna say that. That's I, I love it so much. I've just started it, and it's it's good. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Bloodlines, motherfucker. Bloodlines, motherfucker. Uh, but uh, we'll, we'll save that for another 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 time. <laughs> That's another another tale for another time. Uh, I, I, I saved a little bit in the up. end of the book for you, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> There's three pages. Make them count. <laughs> Right, real small. Uh, births, deaths, that's all you're going to really get. <laughs> Rosie caught <laughs> ribbons in her hair. That's who I would have married. Right about now they'd be eating this fresh strawberries and cream. All the deaths in this film, though, feel... Unnecessary? Un- like the whole, I mean, again, aside from the fact that we are trying not to like question why this is still going or like, or because again, there's no real good way that they're doctoring up this, like, Oh, now they're over here. Or mm-hmm. now, it's like, well, you boxed yourself in a little bit too much. I think in the first one to kind of be like, Oh, these random, these three are right here. Maybe that's all there is. And then, Oh, Oh, but they're over here now. Oh, the- no, maybe those are the three that died. And that's it. Like maybe that's the story that we needed was Tremors one all along and and no <laughs> they should have cut the girl they should have cut the daughter and they should have focused on making it like a uh, uh, odd couple grumpy old men with Burt Gummer and the helicopter pilot bum, bum, with Jamie bum, Kennedy bum, just bum, sort bum, of playing bum, like the the bum, the, bum, the absent-minded uh, absent-minded bum. son just like no dad. We can't get napalm in South Africa right now. <laughs> could, you, could you imagine there was all like, should I come fully armed? Is there any other way? Yeah, no. you're coming fully armed. They <laughs> hate each other beginning, but then like they start to like like really get but to know he, each other. And they're, he, they're, they're, you know, he's he's putting up the snare and he's hitting the hi hat. Like I, I would really prefer that. Once he he's got the only by the graboid, he's all like, "This is my kin. Yeah. This is my real son." He got a Walter Matha like. When you wake up in Africa, you need to start out running like the gazelle. Because the gazelle knows she only needs to run faster than the slowest gazelle. But the lion, when he wakes up, he knows he's got to eat at least the slowest gazelle. Or he just got to start to die. So you want to like, have a stroke? I don't know. Happening? He's dead now. So I'm just, I'm, <laughs> I'm riffing. Okay, but how cool would it have been if we had... A, a moment where all like there's a bunch of graboids and they're all surrounding the the village and uh Bert Gummer goes you know like this will be my last act as you know as this uh, as a survivalist and like they're all you know kind of crying he goes I want you all right now to fight never surrender <laughs> and like you get your first night moment where the graboids <laughs> Like, shoot when are you going to pick first night? No, oh, wait. Oh, no, a period piece. <laughs> oh, that would have been fine with that. that. not a period. King Arthur was not a period. Oh, uh, you didn't pick the right one out of the deck there. <laughs> <All right. laughs> oh, Burt Gummer. 
Maverick. Village <laughs> surrounded. Maverick. And he's going, for death and glory. <laughs> and Jamie Kennedy goes, no, sir. For comer. <laughs> right out and beat them. <laughs> they fight for you. <laughs> Uh, some some say that we will not lie. Where was Rebo when the West Pole fell? <laughs> Where see. was Bacon? <laughs> this is a good gun. Aldir, <laughs> daughter of Amil. <laughs> Let the horn of gum hammer hand sound <laughs> once more in the deep. <laughs> no, and, the, dude, and then that that is the the elves come. Na, 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 na. Let the open the gate, <laughs> and it's Kevin Bacon. There we go. We're right back on but track. It's not Kevin Bacon. It's just the letter that he sent them saying like, uh, like I, thank you guys. Season again. assist. <laughs> it's Fred Ward bringing in Tarius, oh. uh, and he's not even sticking around. He's just like, hey, actually, you know what? Fred Ward probably wouldn't even do it. It's the Kevin- same guy from uh, gra- from. Uh, Tremors 2. He's all like, open the gates. I heard you in need of aid. Graboid grape? <laughs> uh, by the way, Kevin gave me $300 just so I could read this. Please, these are the <laughs> I asked her for one can of Graboid grape. She gave me three. <laughs> uh, oh, fuck. You got any more of them uh, <laughs> Graboid grapes there? <laughs> oh. Do I dare ask what you even give Tremors 5? <laughs> Uh, all right. So out of the uh, Tremors one ranked uh, yeah. is number one. Tremors two, I still kind of liked. I liked had Tremors Ward two. In it. Yeah. Yes. That's, uh, that's, uh, Tremors that's three is when it got real crappy. Tremors four was remarkable for like the the prequel, but that's like that's sort of like how much budget did you have? Well, we have this whole stage lot with all this Western and shit. I feel like, okay. Western, I feel like Westerns, and I could be wrong. I'm not a filmmaker by any means. So if anyone out there wants to call the huge line and, and educate me on how much Westerns cost to make, as opposed to other, I don't know. Or, if, I you're like in, or if you're in, fra- you're afraid you're in danger of watching the frighteners. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. I just feel like Westerns are like the cheap or maybe safer option. You're going to have so much money going into costuming and possibly even building your town. I'm surprised Burt Gummer wasn't wearing the exact same thing. Barnum fly award did back to the future three. <laughs> oh, you mean like the, the, the pan hand like the bulletproof. Yeah. Like the pink Pokedex. <laughs> I thought we were going to be friends. <laughs> we ain't friends. <laughs> but uh, Tremors 5 Bloodlines is where it really jumped the shark for me with Jamie Kennedy, which a move, a casting decision like that really stinks. Of oh, like, laughing of. Yeah, it's sort of like when it's it's uh, Monday morning or Monday afternoon and you go to the restaurant. It's like, special is uh, seafood stew. It's like, no, you're taking like all the fish heads and like the. the <laughs> like, oh, the, slightly the, too the, bad the, to even the, make the scallops that are a day <laughs> over. We're just and like, stock. <laughs> and we just make sure it comes to the boil so you don't get sick. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would definitely. It's still got some crusty burnt gummer to dip in it, but, uh, you know. Don't let it get room temperature. But Burt Gummer is like going to Red Lobster just for the cheese, like biscuit. <laughs> the right? you're, like, you're like, wait a minute. 
You can I'm buy those at the store. I'm not even coming here for shrimp or lobster anymore. Like because unlimited shrimp like, or lobster. Yeah, like, I just want my cheddar bay biscuits. I just want the biscuits and like I just want my gummer. I, I, gummer get I that hope out. to God that Bert or Hashtag that Michael gummer, Gross gummer is gummer treating bi- this in the gummer same biscuit. way that uh, Sean Connery treated filming Highlander and the Untouchables. <laughs> where like he flies in, he does his scene, he <laughs> goes out, he, he, he golfs eighteen holes, gets mildly drunk, shows back up. Shoots his next scene. Just like a, just just like like, a dang old yeah. graboid. <laughs> yeah. Are we ready to slap a bow on this graboid? Yeah, I I honestly I'd be I'd be giving uh trimmers Trimmers five is probably gonna be a very weak two out of five, and I think that's again being generous. I think I think any of the graboid movies, any of the trimmers movies are automatically gonna get like a base of like a one and a half to a two. Simply because Michael Gross is there. And that's, I think that's just where you can go from there. I think m- my list would go one, two, four, three, five. Yeah. So mm. I think each successive Tremors movie at this point, it's sort of like a group of kindergartners finger painting around the <laughs> table. Mm-hmm. And like some of those finger, uh, some of those kids are really smart and like they're actually putting together, like, I can tell what that is. And some of them are like, they're eating the paste. <laughs> yeah, some, some are actually combining the red yeah, and the and yellow. They've got more and paint oh. on them than they do on the the paper, and that's where I'm leaning with Tremors mm. Five Bloodlines. But I feel like Bloodlines, and maybe not, but like they have even they have less and less paint to use, and so they're like I feel like, like they're mixing water I, in like the dried out paint I jars. I feel like. Uh, Butter scraped over too much, too much bread. It's like, less and less paint, and all they're doing is just throwing glitter on it. Yeah. Oh, and like I fucking hate glitter. We're like so, trimmers two and like, no trimmers two. Instead of uh, <laughs> instead of buying like chocolate milk, trimmers two was sort of like Hershey's syrup and milks mi- mi- mixed mm-hmm. together. And now we're just sort of like you throw a handful of chocolate sprinkles into milk and you try to mix that around, but, but it like doesn't powder milk. It doesn't work at all. Like, oh, like no. Yeah. Yeah. The, the only thing I will say uh, for, for the movie towards the end, and this is more of a shout out, uh, a shout out for Stephen Izzy at Everything I Learned from Movies. The chant that is being done by the tribe because they have defeated the Graboids and, you know, they're successful and everything like that. Uh, the chant is the same chant from the movie Congo. So weird. And so. Amy pretty. <laughs> Amy <laughs> ugly pretty. Gorillas, ugly gorillas. Go away. Go away. <laughs> Amy mother. But they will, they will definitely enjoy that if they did not already know. Well, Drew, I lay this entire double header at your feet. <laughs> we, we have the end and, and the, the beginning. beginning. Well, coming up for season five, Real Feels in the Order of the Grab Baggins, we have lots of fun things. If you go back to our December episode, you can hear us draw the genres for season five. I will also be posting them up onto Twitter once again for an excitement to remind you guys what is coming. Our first episode to come up for episode 106 is Arctic Adventure, and that's Jack. Oh, yeah. Shit all over mine, boys. Let's see what happens. (laughs) That one may be, uh, depending on what you get, I I feel like that one's going to be hard to shit on. Look into my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And, and then after one oh seven will be you. Do we know? Do you know what you want to uh, do yet? No, yet. I have to probably my 
not biblical. What is the, uh, what do I have? Angels? Angels. Angels. I probably will. (laughs) I'll kick it off with that. Just because I'm 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 kind of excited about that pick. I think that it's going to be a very fun episode. So, Andrew? I want to say, I like, get get the ball rolling. Kick off the season just right. I might go mummy. Or I might go Uh, alternate (laughs) reality and dimensions. <laughs> Alternate dimensions. I, I I have a good. I have a. I have two. I have two that I'm really excited about, and I just need to decide which one. So it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a good a season. Boot and a half. Yeah, should be should be fun. I think uh, as I showed you guys earlier today, with the kind of Harry Potter theme that we're going, I would love to have each of us represent our very own Hogwarts or. Podwarts houses. Ah. Uh, I will be in charge of House Candy Corn. <laughs> house Shower Water. House Salterin. Slither Salt. Slither oh. Salt. And uh, if, I get, if I get feeling fancy, I might make a, a fourth house and be that house Frodo. Just, a, oh. just like a, a picture of a door and like a paw reaching for the knob. <laughs> <laughs> With the bell. But right now, three houses, and uh, I'll let you guys know exactly what's going to be coming up for those uh, on in the season. But may the best house win. Yes, may the best house win. House cop. <laughs> <laughs> Try wizard tenement. Try genre tenement. Try genre tenement. Mm. Well, Harry, did you put your name in the couple of the fire? <laughs> Gandalf calmly spoke. <laughs> well, folks, uh, I think this wraps it up. But. As oh, did I say Gandalf? We're leaving it. But until the next episode, uh, we wrap up one book, start the next. You are the realest. And the feelest. Bloodlines, motherfucker. Five fucking years! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>